When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, welcome to The Sportive. This is episode 12. Uh, I'm John Marthaler in the studio with Stu. Hey guys, how's it going? On the hotline is Brandon. Jonas B. And Clarence. What's up, fuckers? And <laughs> in the studio, our most famous guest ever, Flying Dog Brewery representative, whose yeah, name I'm probably about to mispronounce, Holly Manti. Did we get that right? Well, is that, it, it is Manti, it'll correct? Do. It'll do. It'll do. What's okay. the actual correct Close pronunciation? Enough. That's the technical German pronunciation. What's the T-G-I. American pronunciation? Um, well, Americans tend to pronounce the T-H-E-I, uh, thigh, but it e- T-H-E-I in German would be tie. So. Well, we won the war, so... F- yeah, so I would so say Manti. defer. I would defer to... My name would be Martaller if it was <laughs> the technical that's German pronunciation. Oddly enough, my name would have been Hitler. <laughs> 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 glad you the ball bounces really poorly for me in this case. Um, well, anyway, we were... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, no. We were just uh, talking before we started uh, hitting. You did hit the record button, right, John? We have hit the record button. We've missed about 15 minutes of absolute podcast gold because we've just been sitting here talking. So sorry about that, everyone. We're talking about blind taste tests that uh, Holly Manti has taken in her life. And uh, Coors Light actually won for the shitty, watery domestic light beer category. With it won. Friends. They won. They beat Miller Lite, Bud Light, and I, ass- Coors I Light, Michelob Light, um, Oli. Uh, no, not Natty Light. Natty Light. Bush, um, Bush Light. Bush Light. Uh, oh, Jesus, we did Bush a couple Light. like Keystone Light. Uh, I don't know if Keystone made the well, cut. Well, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. she's not homeless, so she didn't have Keystone. <laughs> 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 her beer face. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, fro- well, I'm interested in the frozen pizza winner. That one. Uh, okay, yeah. So that was uh, I would you know I actually I I wrote up a summary of this. It was very thoughtful. But if had I known this wasn't on the list of material that you told me to prepare for, <laughs> that's okay. So I I didn't bring those notes. But it was uh it was Jack's, uh, Tombstone, Totino's, um, and then we had a couple in there that weren't really fair because we did it blind, so you can obviously tell what the flat pizzas are and then what the rising crust, to, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. DiGiorno's or Freshetta's. Um, but it was actually Red Baron was the winner. Wow. I believe Ooh. it. Red Baron is the best. Yeah, Red Baron. I would have thought Jack's. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm a Jack's guy. Yeah. yeah. As am I. You know what, though? Nope, you're wrong. You know Red what? Baron's better. 
Yeah. Well, the, only, the only wrong answer here would be to Totino's, right? Everything yeah, else is fine. Yeah. <laughs> My family loves Totino's party pizzas, and I, just, I don't understand it. I don't get it, and I try to, like, show them that that's just the wrong way to be. Yeah. But oh, they I love Totino's party pizzas. He, oh. he throws them in the microwave and then folds them up like a burrito and eats a Totino's <laughs> microwave. Isn't that the most disgusting idea that, thing you've ever... That, well, well, I can think of more, more but... Yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For those of us familiar with the podcast, yes, we know you can think of more disgusting things, but that's pretty goddamn disgusting. Iron Swamp Down, the reason we have to check explicit every time when yeah, we upload Dick a Yeah, Dick not listening right now because of that. You're welcome. <laughs> so you just said Manthai that time. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what this I'm is right. so confusing to me. <laughs> I'm just glad you guys called me. That's really... We just like having an actual former professional yeah. athlete who's it's, not D3, John Sharkman. It's just that there's a girl here. We are on our best <laughs> behavior. We're all scared and confused. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm acting the same. Well, no, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so far, so good. So far, so good. Do we have any more blind taste tests that we want to go through? I've never done a blind taste test. I that's, no, me neither. You know. uh, I'll, I'll share the rest of them with you offline. Okay. Awesome. I did one with my buddies um, a couple years ago between the four light beers, similar to what uh, you did, Holly. Um, but I had friends who were um, adamant that they, you know, hated Miller Light but loved Coors Light, and then other mm-hmm. ones that loved Mick Golden and couldn't stand Bush Light or whatever. So I had them all take a blind taste test, and to a man, I think all 14 people I had do it, they all failed miserably. <laughs> because they took the taste test, that was only what beers they were talking about. Really? So that's a lesson for you. Nope, nobody. Even guys who said, I am 100% positive that this is Miller Lite and this is my favorite, it, they were wrong. Every single one of them. I don't think I've ever done a blind... Now, a blind taste test. Does does a glory hole count? <laughs> is that is that yeah. completely different? Well, that's it depends if you were blindfolded. Different? different? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. Well, anyways, well, there are a lot of urinating. Blind, urinating tends to be the key as far as a fi- uh, blind uh, glory hole thing goes. <laughs> okay. Urinating. What has blind. happened to this podcast? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. In the I first know. episode, we talked about swords. I swear. Well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I might no, no, no. This one's on me and Clarence entirely. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. we are starting this later, and we've all had more beer than usual. So let's just put that out in the <laughs> yeah, open right now. So we we can... should we should talk about what we're drinking because Holly is a representative of a very famous brewery. Unfortunately, in my hand and in Stu's hand right now are Coors Lights for some reason. So I have That's to sad. drive home. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to drive home too, Stu. So I'm still trying. Yeah, I know. I, know, I, I got okay to this, even though I don't have to drive home. <laughs> I think she just called me a girl right there, so. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm okay with. I'm, I'm don't think there's anything wrong with that. All right. Where well, do we want to start? I'm drinking a uh, Snake Dog IPA. Hey! I like that. Nice. I, I drove an hour out of the way home last night. That's how bad traffic is in Dallas, just to find myself some Flying Dog. That was two blocks out of your way that's an hour in Dallas? <laughs> yeah. No, it was like six miles, and it took me an hour longer to get home, just for this Flying Dog. Uh, but it's great. It's worth it. Clarence, what are you drinking? I stopped at the Apple Valley Municipal Liquor Store, a liquor store I swore to Jesus Christ himself I would never step foot into again, (laughs) just because it was the only store that had Flying Dog uh, within a 20-mile radius, and I got myself a Gonzo Imperial Porter, 
Nice. Because it is the highest alcohol content <laughs> uh, at 9.2%. Wow, oh, Jesus. Um, Good night. Yeah, so that might be why the glory hole comment will we'll chalk <laughs> down to, to the old Gonzo. Uh, Let's get three, of them, yeah, three more of those down here the next right hour. Yeah, yeah does, does that account for all the previous glory hole jokes you've made offline? <laughs> well, well, those no. weren't jokes, for the record. <laughs> yeah. Those were cries for help <laughs> and anonymous sex, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, we can actually tie this back into sports, sort of, because Flying Dog's labels are um, all, uh, the artwork is all by Ralph Steadman, who um, was the artist for uh, the late author Hunter S. Thompson, Oh. Who um, oh. who is uh, for one of his first major stories was um, about the Kentucky Derby. Um, I believe it was called the Kentucky Derby is decadent and depraved. I think that's correct. Yeah, I think I'm right about that. We can't research that, but let's go with it. So yeah, I, th- I think I'm right. Um, has anyone here been to the Kentucky Derby? Oh my God, this is the best segue we've ever had on this podcast. Why, by Holly? Far. Uh, has our special guest Holly uh, Manti been to the Kentucky Derby? I've been to a couple of Kentucky Derbies. Really? Since uh, go- uh, going to work at Flying Dog or beforehand? Nope. This was as a uh, as a um, a, a young twenty something. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> I'll just wait. So just a couple of years ago. Yep, okay. just a couple yeah, of years ago. Nice. Uh, it was only about four hours from college, and we knew some friends that had uh, a par- their parents had a house there, and so we drove uh, minivans down there and wow. um, and did the infield. So I can't claim to know the best derby experience, which is the hats and the mint um, and the mint juleps and the hot browns. Mm-hmm. Hot browns. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Hot browns are a thing. They're sandwiches. They're sandwiches. Hot browns. Mm-hmm. Um, sure they are. That yeah. Good save. <laughs> Good save. And uh, yeah, sort of all of the opulence that surrounds the derby. I didn't. I didn't see any of that part. I mm-hmm. mostly saw like people urinating in sinks. The decadent <laughs> and depraved <laughs> portion. Lambo. I thought more the depraved. Yeah. That sounds like the better way to go, though. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Where the whole goal is to see how you can contraband. Um, or how you can basically sneak contraband booze into the um, infield, and so you do like you know bottomless coolers, and you you know if you're me, you just like duct tape bags of liquor to your body, and then dip <laughs> layers of skin off. <laughs> but the important thing is you get you know a good drunk but on the later. Important and the important thing is you never actually see a horse. <laughs> <laughs> the moral to the story. Do you have you any idea who horses. won the Kentucky Derbies you were at? None. Uh, none. Uh, Warhorse, I think. Warhorse. <laughs> I mean, Secretary won one of them. Warhorse. I sounds right. Sounds right. Well, we'll check the facts on yeah. that. I myself have never been to the uh, Kentucky Derby. However, my attorney, uh, the one who lives out in Wisconsin, I don't know if I've talked about him before or not, has been to multiple Kentucky Derbies. Um, he's filled with stories that I don't know that I can entirely all share on the podcast because again let's be sure to share his name and address before we share any of these stories (laughs) but he's uh, apparently it's a a kind of a sketchy neighborhood around Churchill Downs and like you know you park on it's Kentucky yeah it is Kentucky Kentucky is around (laughs) and they would park on some they would always go park at the same guy's yard and it was like this elderly man and uh, the first time they parked there he uh, he's missing uh, um, like key teeth are missing 
<laughs> and he has a white t- stained white T-shirt on that is hand lettered uh, number one muff diver. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the power rankings are in Kentucky for the muff divers, but he was number one according to his hand lettered T-shirt. And uh, but they still gave him twenty bucks to park in his yard, and the car was still there when they came back. So, huh. um, and also. Um, he would always call me the night before because he'd always go to like you know, and the bars are obviously just packed around the track. And he's a karaoke enthusiast, so what he would always do is when he finally came up, he would just call me and then just leave his phone on while he sang whatever song he was singing. And it was always some like early seventies, you know, Velveeta, you know, like Tony Orlando and Don. I I distinctly remember um, "All by Myself" by Eric Carmen. Oh, that classic! Um, Why don't you sing that for us? I'm not going to sing that, but, Come on, Larry, but he, he was done singing. You could hear, you could hear him getting booed and stuff. And then, like the song was done, and he would just pick up the phone and go, "You're welcome." And then you, the line would go dead. So anyway, that's that's my attorney friend, and that's how he would. And he goes there a lot because he likes to gamble and drink so and i think the kentucky derby is really good for that it's good for both of those things yes it and is bourbon so. they're also famous for that and for oh yeah that's true the, and the mint julep by the way it sounds like it'd be like a fruity kind of you know ooh, yeah let's go have a drink with the kids it's fun yeah it's all booze <laughs> no it shit is, it is all god it's it's like a all bourbon and then like a pinch of sugar and some mint and then more bourbon and then a match and then like unleaded gasoline <laughs> And oh, then wow. you don't know where you are the in the face. Exactly. They're stronger than hell. Don't don't, don't go and order a mint julep and think, oh, I'm just going to take it easy. I'm pretty uh, sure the only mint julep you've had was in a bar, in an alley outside a bar in Wisconsin. Um, Let's see. I think I've had maybe two mint juleps in my life, and they've all just been harsh. I mean, literally difficult to finish. Just all straight booze. It's They don't, like, you know, sweeten it up so it's easier to drink, and you can drink more of them. They're just... Booze. Well, they put they put bourbon on everything. Oh yeah, well, it's, it's, like it's, it's Kentucky. I mean, yeah. you're just you're just you know you're happy to get out alive. So, no offense to our Kentucky listeners, but your state is just Jesus <laughs> Christ, dudes. I mean, oh, what the? You got to get out, guys. You got to yeah. get out. I mean, I, I watched just. Is- I've seen every episode of Justified. I know what's going on in the holler. Name the two. That's most a true story. Yes. Famous Kentucky people you can think of. Johnny Depp and George Clooney. Okay, those are two. What? Uh, what the about uh, John Blois, the writer? John Boss, fantastic. He's been Greatest on such a roll this week. My God. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Ashley Judd. Ashley yeah. Judd. Good, that's, that's right. Naomi, Naomi Judd. Uh, what's the uh, other Judd? Winona. Winona, Winona Judd. Yeah. Nice Judd. Um, S- Steve Judd. <laughs> Steve Judd. Judd. He's one of the cousins. Yeah, he works for the phone company. <laughs> he put in twenty-five years. <laughs> lost his hand in a <laughs> tragic, you know. Explosion. Glory hole. Accident. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, glory hole. Couldn't yeah. get to the coal mining reference for some reason, which is just a layup for me usually. Uh-oh. <laughs> so. so, Holly, um, when you went to the Derby, did you stay there? I don't really know anything about the Derby. Is it like a campout situation? No, it's just uh, you sort of take – you sort of actually can't even get really close to the Derby. You have to either walk there from a faraway parking spot, which it sounds like perhaps Stu did with the, the Muff Stu's no, 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 no. Um, Stu's friend. Or his friend. Uh, or yeah, he's who's mean, we'll be putting right on the website. You can't yeah. see this, but he's doing air quotes around <laughs> yeah. friend. Yeah. Friend. yeah. Or alleged friend. More likely than not, you, you drive your vehicle to the Six Flags, and then you are bussed over <laughs> to <laughs> Churchill Downs. Perfect. And, I'm, and this is basically all the people that I knew that were in the infield, because for the most part, 
the rest of the people probably had cars that dropped them off and picked mm-hmm. them up uh, and and probably had a little bit more of a, a fancy situation happening. But, uh, yeah, it's a little bit – it's actually the Derby is very much representative of Kentucky, I think, a lot, which it's very – have have not – Kentucky rich people, rich people, and drunk people. <laughs> Kentucky has a Six Flags. Yeah, it's just like a coal miner, like hauling your honor wheelbarrow and then coughing on you. Yeah, and there's a barrel that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a donkey it. with three legs walking Six around. Six legs over Kentucky, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Five legs. <laughs> well, there used to be a hill, but then there was coal in it. And now it's flat. So, shut up. <laughs> Flag used to be on top of the hill. <laughs> the funnel cakes are all made out of coal. <laughs> <laughs> the frosting is coal. Uh, this is great. 20 um, minutes of ragging on Kentucky on the podcast. I don't, I've never been there. It's yeah, probably a very nice place that's awful that I would Lovely. never go to. So so um, if you don't care about gambling and you're not actually there, is there any reason for a regular person to care about the Kentucky uh, Derby? I assume if you're an animal rights activist. I, <laughs> I don't think they really care for horse racing too much, do they? Yeah, I can't imagine. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, every so often a horse breaks down and gets shot. And yeah, I mean, if they fall down, they die. To, yeah. That's that's no good. That's like you're a Minnesota twin, basically. I mean, that's that's risky. Yeah, that's, that's not joy. what happens when twins fall down. They rest in rehab. They uh, they rest in rehab and then they're put to sleep. Yeah. Know, six months later so. by Rick McWayne. Yeah, in an alley. Yes, sports jokes, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think we were doing better ragging on Kentucky. Yeah, anybody sorry. else want to have a go? Sorry, if, yeah, if Glenn Perkins is listening to this. I'm sorry, Glenn. That was mean. Do you think Glenn Perkins actually listens to? You might listen to one of these at some point. That's not true. There's uh, no way Glenn Perkins listened to this podcast. I'll check with him. He follows me on Twitter. You know, he follows you on Twitter. Yeah, that's well, that was my way of bringing that. You up. yelled I was at me the, to get around to that. So. <laughs> the other week when I bragged about Lou Ford tweeting at me, you should have. You made fun of me. That was that was brag worthy. That was my best. That Twitter was bra- ever. And, and you've LinkedIn. You've got like you know connections. Yeah, I'm connected with Lavelle Neal on. I know. I I Lavelle, if you're listening, I walked let's past Al Newman at a mall once. So that's as close as I get to Lavelle Neal. Was it this so. Crossroads Mall in St. Cloud? <laughs> uh, no, it was Eden Prairie Center. Is that your most famous moment? Yes, it is my moment. <laughs> Sitting next to you and walking past Al Newman in the mall. This Those is are the it. two most famous people <laughs> or uh, encounters I've had. So. This is the saddest sentence I've ever heard. I'm from Renville County. This is, I'm, you know. You've made there. it. This, uh, yeah, this is Hollywood for me right here, guys. What's the most famous <laughs> athlete you've ever met? Uh, Besides Glenn Perkins. Uh, Brandon Paulson, 1996 Olympic silver medalist. In what's in wrestling? Is. He's out of Coon Rapids, ABC. Oh no! Yeah, I know. He's a good guy, but it's a lot to overcome. Mm-hmm. So, and then after that, probably Clarence Wongtown. Those are <laughs> <laughs> natural athlete. <laughs> natural Clarence athlete, R- Rosemont hockey legend, I believe. <laughs> oh, that, let's all just calm down. Well, that's a lot of penalty minutes. You don't get penalty minutes like that just sitting on the bench, sir. I hold the state People record for, uh, and and this is legitimate. I, I actually uh, uh, twittered to MSHL, Minnesota State High School League, to see if I could formally hold the record for most consecutive games ejected. That was five games. No. And, uh, yeah, they <laughs> said like, they said no, but yeah, I was ejected from five straight hockey games. So unofficially, you have the record. Fuck it, I hold it. That's sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, it, you know, until somebody says no, I did six. It's mine. I'm, okay. Well, last I saw, I held my uh, college baseball record for most hit batters. That's, <laughs> that's, and that's true. Good. Yeah, that's, that's the fantastic. sport of podcasts. 
athletic accomplishments list. That's the two hit, hit matters and ejections. That fits. Yeah, totally. I like that. We're a podcast um, so of the Holly, people. Holly, since we have you here, I wanted to do a little interrogation. I've got some questions for you. Whoa, okay. Whoa. Um, my first one, um, in a typical 40-hour work week, how many of those hours do you have a buzz on? 38. Seriously? Um, no. Uh, 36. <laughs> Thank uh, you for being In a typical 40-hour work week? Yeah, yep. Uh, well, I don't, I don't, uh, 40. You don't work one of those? Well, I don't, I probably work a little bit more than a 40-hour work week, because 40 hours a week, I'm just at work. But I probably a couple nights, sometimes every night, but sometimes only one night a week. I'll probably I'm working like at an event out in the market. Um, so uh, I don't know, a couple nights. A couple, couple nights you're drunk. No, I'm just. You said buzzed, not drunk. Buzzed, yeah, right? Buzzed. I uh, am just. I'm a woman of the people, and I'm. She's a populist, I think, as well. Yeah, I'm yes. spreading. Uh, I'm spreading the gospel are, of Gonzo. Are you the one that Madonna made that movie about? Uh, Don't cry for me, uh, Baltimore, something like that. Oh no, that's yeah. that's a, uh, Eva Perone. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. shoot, she was a woman of the people too, but that was that was a whole different. That thing. was that. It was a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how often are people drinking at the brewery during the... Like, we like to imagine that instead of a coffee pot, yeah, it's just a yeah. tap. I mean, yeah. really, just just paint us a word picture, if you will. A wor- and, a- and and if you're never drinking at work, feel free to lie, because we want to believe that you are. Yeah, you know, it's actually, it's a good question, and I'm sure that with all the, there's, what, 20, I, I want to say, like, the count last week, someone had... Uh, announced a number that it's like 2,362. Someone's probably going to correct me. It's 2,632, but math's not my thing, guys. Uh, tw- we'll just say 2,300 uh, craft breweries in the U.S. So varying sizes when you've got a Sam Adams all the way down to, we'll just say like an Indeed. They're pretty small. Steel Toe, they're pretty small. Um, I'm sure that it's different at every brewery. Uh, we're the 20, I think 29th largest Um so we've got uh, we're brewing seven days, uh, no, seven days a week, um, three shifts a day, and so uh-huh. there's pretty much like uh, at every shift when a shift gets off, you'll have people can have shift beer, and so that's sort of I think the the most surprising thing is that when you get to work at eight in the morning, there could be someone drinking because they just got off shift. Oh, so nice. Fun. Yeah, so that's sort of. Do you have a tap room on site? So we have a tap room on site. Nice. Yep. So we've got uh, over twenty tap. It's that's I think the strangest thing about working in this industry is that it's sort of sometimes hard to be personally social when you work at a brewery, <laughs> and it's like I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave my bar at work <laughs> to go to a bar not yeah. at work and go pay for beers <laughs> like a chump that aren't my beers. Mm. Yeah. So it's um yeah it's an interesting model, and I think like so, it. So sorry. Go ahead. I can imagine uh, leaving a bar like that and going to a restaurant where they have just a shitty beer selection. You've got to be, I don't know if it may be just me, but I'm like the biggest baby in the world when I go to a restaurant like that now, you know, because you're sort of spoiled because you're always around good beer. Yeah, you are. You're sort of, uh, well, you'll just, it's, I would say it's more annoying, actually, that a bar that's a really great craft bar doesn't have an updated list than it is to go to a place that has no craft because at least they're owning the fact that they have shitty beer 
And it's like, here's our list of really shitty beer. What would you like to order? <laughs> it's old, you style, like old style light. Yeah, where sometimes the places that run through a lot of beer, they don't ever have an updated list. And you're like, well, what do you have? And they're like, uh, it's on the list. And you say, oh, I'd like one of those. And they go, yeah, no, we don't have that. Okay, I'll move on. I'll, I'll have one of these. But yeah, we don't have that either. And it's like, update your fucking list. Your craft Get a brew, your, your craft bar. Like, I want to know what you have on draft right now, not yesterday or two hours ago. They're Sorry. probably all listening, so I think probably. the message is that goes is out clear to now. all of you. All right, uh, the other twenty three hundred and sixty one craft breweries. Yeah, Heineken is bullshit. In case anybody was wondering, so just FYI. it just costs more. Why is Heineken? Because it tastes skunky all the time. Yes. So that's and why. it's made in Europe. And it's made so, in Europe. And there's good yeah. beers in Europe to be had, but that ain't one of them. No, no. Is it actually so, made in Europe, or is it made in Ohio? Like, it's made in Holland. It's made in Holland, I think. And we've already talked about those tulip motherfuckers. I mean, we don't. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't abide Holland. It's no, we fucking hate them. Ninety-five percent of our racial slurs are about the Dutch for some reason. I'm not sure <laughs> you why. Get away with them. That's why. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to throw a wooden Holland shoe at you. They'll just lock. They'll lock you in a windmill. Yeah. While wearing. So Holly, um, I've made some homebrew in my day, mm-hmm. um, and one thing that was always um, the the most frustrating aspect of it is you. Uh, you make your homebrew, and then you have to sit and wait to try it for six weeks, right? Yeah. Like, it's a really, really, really long time to wait if you want it to be any good. Mm-hmm. So is there some sort of magic thing that you guys can do when you're trying to think of new beer or flavors or varieties or whatever where you know how it's going to taste before that six weeks? Is there some sort of way to do it, like, immediately where you go, okay, this is going to work for this reason? Or do you guys seriously have to be like, all right, peace, see you in six weeks? Yep, no, they'll do, we have like a pilot system, so we're able to brew really small batches, um, and we'll try them before they've fully fermented, so you can sort of get an idea without the, because really you're waiting for something to ferment, you're waiting for it to carbonate, Um, so you can sort of get the idea of what a beer is going to taste like before it's gone all the way six weeks, so you can sort of get a good idea of like this is what the hop character is like or this is what the malt character is like um, and sort of those flavors or characters that you want to come out you can get a feel for them you know maybe in two weeks as opposed to six which I would say that that was why I was the worst home brewer of all time mm-hmm. is that one I was I'm horrible at following recipes and at paying oh, attention okay, yes. to anything for more kind than kind of important yeah and just paying attention to anything for more paying than about two seconds. Paying attention to game. That's all there is. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you have to wait for six weeks and that's so long. And then it's like you've got all this heart and soul that's invested in it. And then you get it out of the bottle and you're like, ah, it's just all right. Now I've got yeah. three cases of this. I'm going to go to the liquor store and yeah. get way better. I always, whenever I homebrewed, I always just gave the beer away because I, I never liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. Okay, so another question. Um, if uh, if us fellas want to go out and sound like beer snobs when we're um, talking to our friends or whatever and we try a new beer, can you give us some uh, terms to use? Mouthfeel. sound really smart. <laughs> Just say mouthfeel. Not feel. douchey. I thought that was okay, a oh, there we go. Okay, mouthfeel yeah, is douchey. Sorry, Stu. Sorry. Like, I know notes is a big one. Mm-hmm. I feel notes of this or that. Finish. What else can you tell us? Finish? <sighs> yes. Uh, backbone. Ooh, got some good backbone. Yeah. What, what would I, be like? You'd say like it has like a malt backbone, so it's sort of that's sort of very um, present from beginning to end. So it has like a strong, 
uh, I don't know, like backbone. I, I'm picturing a vertebrae right now. That's the malt. The malt is the vertebrae. Um, okay. I would say um, spicy. Some beers are spicy. Yeah, right? or like just Can I use that. Yeah, you could say spicy. Um, okay. Like just characters. Um, like, does it have a hop character? Does it have a you could say spice character, I guess. Um, Can you just make it up as as you go along? Like, yeah. This is a very yeah, emotional Yeah, that's my goal. Word. I just want to know what terms to use when I make shit up when I'm Definitely. talking to people to sound smart. You're, uh, still, you're never going to be as weird as wine people are. Because they'll yeah. use things like lusty. I mean, that's not a fucking thing. Yeah. Nothing can taste lusty. <laughs> could you just, unless it's a prostitute. Could you just... And even then, it's, you know... You, Kind of no. it depends on the credit she's card work. She's a pretty lusty, lusty prostitute. Yeah, Can you I just yeah. steal stuff from Pitchfork music reviews and just use that for beer? <laughs> you could. You give it a seven point eight. It's got like keyboards and syncopation, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Pretty know. Pretty gritty. Yeah, fuzzy. You know, it's got early Velvet Underground tones with a craftwork mm-hmm. finish. I don't know. I like it. But yeah. yeah, I do actually like. I, as much as I, I hate to agree with Stu, mouthfeel actually. <laughs> Mouthfeel actually is a good is a good one that I. It like. is. It actually is a thing because yeah, I I uh, reveal here. My brother also works at a brewery, not Flying Dog, but one in uh, the desert southwest, and mm-hmm. he speaks in pretty much the same terminology, and he's very wise to the ways of the beer. And mouthfeel is one of the things. Is what does mouthfeel even mean? It's just. Um, you know how it's different when you have a Miller Lite versus a Guinness in your mouth when you're drinking it. Yeah, so sometimes it could be yeast, thick, it could be malt, it could just be there's more... Thick versus um, light, yeah, there's malt versus amber, it's just, just like, different. So you just, it's like an amber mouthfeel is what you would say. Well, like say you, you it's a difference between having something, something that's filtered or unfiltered. So if you have like, you know, in a in a wit beer or a wheat or a Hefeweizen or something that's not filtered, you actually have yeast that's mm-hmm. that's sort of flocculated in the beer and so that yeast in your mouth actually like tastes more um what well, doesn't taste it's not the taste but it's just like it there's more in your it's mouth because there's actually mm-hmm. yeah it's mouthfeel. That's a mouthfeel it's mouthfeel that's for that it's less yeah. I, guys i've been i just checked out are we still talking about glory holes or is this <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. yep 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 are you yep. shoveling clarence yep yeah i just got i just plugged the headphones back in Good for you. Okay, Holly, I have one last question for you, um, and then we can get back to our regularly scheduled programming. So um, you land in Minnesota for a weekend visit, and you've got unlimited money and a driver for the evening. Where does your night take you? What are your favorite spots in Minnesota that you miss the most? Oh, man. Um, Where do I go in order? Um, Yeah, I want to hear in order. Okay, well... Skate, it's Skateville, <laughs> first of oh, all, Roseland. Skateland, Clarence. Oh, shit. Gotcha. Uh, Holly's from Burnsville. That's where that Bur- joke yeah. is from there. So. Yeah. And sometimes south, there's like this contention with other people south of the river that we can't be friends. Like we have to compete with each other. And Maybe. somehow like yeah. Clarence <laughs> thinks that, but it's one of those rivalries that's actually not really a rivalry. Like if you looked at USC and Notre Dame, Notre oh, Dame, we, we might <laughs> think that USC is a rival. USC is like, you guys suck. <laughs> and that's sort of how Burnsville and Rosemont are. We're like, whatever, Rosemont. <laughs> <laughs> so you were self-deprecating at the beginning so no. you can really burn Clarence at the end. Yep. Like the way I look at it. I, like and I, actually yep. I see what you're doing you there. How's that mouthfeel, Clarence? <laughs> well, no, I, I like the comparison. The way I see it is, you know... It, we're USC, or yeah, we're USC, and they're, they're Notre Dame, and Leinart is like just housing 
ass, just boy band ass. <laughs> and Manti Teo is making up at, like imaginary ass. Mm-hmm. So I actually think it fits. Okay. It's, it's apt. It's an apt comparison. So I'm cool with it. It's Skateville. And okay. I wouldn't go there um, this weekend. Okay. Um, I would... Uh, Snowball? I would... Uh, I never got asked to snowball. It's a sensitive topic for me. Um, but I would... Uh, I'll, spe- I'll always spend a little bit of time in, in B Vegas hood seeing uh, Dick and Jane Manthai because I got to do that. And then um, I would say my ideal Minnesota night would be... Um, I don't know. I I just learned of like all these craft breweries and really beer centric places have opened since I moved. Um, but I really like uh, Republic over at Seven Corners. That's one of my new favorite places. The former Sergeant Preston. Yeah, that place. I like that place a lot. They got rid of the fish bowls. I think that's a shame. I think so. Um, and I then saw a dude one time in his twenty first put two straws up his nose with s- the fish bowl and stop. just just house it. Stop. Just downed it. It was very impressive. I mean, he didn't do the whole thing. Obviously, you'd die. But he, like, you could see the actual liquid move down. And it's a really big bowl. Would you die, though? Bowl things. You'd throw up a lot. Would you? Oh, he threw up a lot, too. We saw him later. Oh. He he puked up a lot of it. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, uh, and, then, uh, and then I think it would... Um... So you're just talking about, like, spots that you like right now. You don't have any of these, uh, what about on the nostalgia list? Like, I just got to go to these places because I've loved them so so much for so long. Yeah. Nothing like that? Uh, Nyes, Corky at Nyes. That was a mm-hmm. shout-out to Sharkman who introduced uh, us all to, to Corky, who I always think that Corky knows who I am, and he actually only knows who I am if we're there with Sharkman. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so that's also humbling. Um any place in St. Paul since you worked there for nine years? Six. Six, nine, nine, six. Um, I don't have any favorites. Oh, no. What? Not in St. Paul? Oh, Clarence has like seven different bars in St. Paul that he's like what, a regular there's, at. That so. are his favorites? Oh, yeah, I know. We, okay, we, well, Allery. We know you love Allery's. Yes. We know. No, <laughs> it's, I just like St. Paul better. It has nothing to do with Allery's. It's, I just like St. Paul. I do love St. Paul. St. Paul actually... That's why they make... The best thing about St. Paul is that they do happy hour every night of the week, regardless mm-hmm. if there's a wild game or not. And Minneapolis, no they're to totally douchebags about oh, that. Like, you shut up, Roxy. Outside of Liquor Lyles, there's no happy hour to be Everyone loves St. Paul. You guys are fucking in... Are you, there's no happy hours in Minneapolis? Not if there's a sports, sporting event or a concert at the Target Center. They'll, they'll cancel happy hour. Oh, okay. You're just saying that they're... Um, they're dicks about it. Yeah. Greedy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they care about supply and demand. They're capitalists. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and St. Paul's like your grandma that's just happy you're visiting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just anything. <laughs> like your just, mo- basically mm-hmm. like your mom. Okay. They, they put out like the divinity that they got at the yep. store, and you know they're just glad to see you. Yeah. Glad you're visiting. Okay. Um, other Minneapolis space places that I like to go. I just honestly like I just like to be I like to just be here and drive the streets that I've driven for 30 See what's this new, Steve what's still there. Is this song? Yeah. Yeah. It's your hometown. Either that or no, it's, it's, it's the theme song from a 1970s no, TV show. No, no. This is part of the no, new heart theme no, song. No, it's actually, it was, it, was, it was Bon Jovi. Oh, was Jovi? Close, it was Jersey still. Ah, oh, okay. You can yeah. still go home. Same yeah. thing, right? I mean, yeah. they're so close. I mean. Yeah. Talent. 
I hope Dana's hearing uh, this, I hope this right now. He's just shaking his fist yeah. right now. <laughs> Honestly, I'll listen to Bon Jovi for like a half an hour and think it's Bruce Springsteen and the other way around, and I have no fucking idea. And the they same sound way. You know so why? similar. Yeah. They because, sound yeah. exactly the same. And they both wear high-top Reeboks on stage. It's so weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I saw and Clarence I'm similar like place. long haircut, too. You know, like the long, pretty... Really, really nicely uh, done hair. Yeah, I think Springsteen's hair is a little bit nicer because he spends more money on it. But Bon Jovi's is nice too. They're, they're just so similar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. much. I get their music confused all the time. Constantly, oh, Dana's dying. Right I know. Now. Yes, Richie Sambora is so much better than Clarence Clemens. It's <laughs> yeah. I can't. Yeah. I have well, to live in the Twin Cities. Dana is going to beat the crap out of me because I'm the one who lives here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of uh, beer, uh, we have moved on to the Cujo, which is the uh, Flying Dog Coffee Stout. It is delicious. It is a great coffee stout. If you're into the, that type of beer, this is very good. If you like the Surly Coffee Bender type of folk, this is better. It's better. It's very, very, very good. It's Screw you, Surly. Unless you want to sponsor our podcast. In that <laughs> case, we love you. Yes. <laughs> or get us a tasting job at the brewery. That, that'll work, too. <laughs> the brand new one that you're building behind, I think, Channel Five. Oh yeah, what's kind of over by kind over by campus and behind Channel Five there? Yeah, like that, like industrial wasteland road warrior. Yeah, that suddenly they built Mad fifty Max. million condos over there. Yeah, so light rails going through there. You can just hop on the train and go to the Surly Brew House now. Man, well, whenever they that'll be it. pretty cool to be honest. That's both for the trainers. I don't know which one's going to be done first. Probably Maybe the, noted train aficionado Clarence Swamptown can tell us when the light rail is going to be done to St. Paul. Choo-choo. Yeah, <laughs> there was a wanking motion right there for those of us watching at home. <laughs> yeah. One day we'll do a video podcast and the FCC is going to take us off the internet. I'm not sure they can do that. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, we, we really have to ramp up the, uh, the weirdness for that, I think. <laughs> like this podcast so far? How many so times far. have the words glory hole been said so far? <laughs> How many times have we talked about sports? <laughs> <laughs> Almost none. Which is awesome. Unless we count horse racing, yeah. none. Yeah, we can talk soccer. How soccer, soccer, soccer or hockey? Either one is fine. Yeah, we're by a hockey so. expert. Okay, uh, which one do you want to go with? Let's first? go with hockey first. Okay, yeah. because there's just that game this, Yeah, that's kind of more relevant. Okay. Uh, Holly worked for the Minnesota Wild for six years, mm-hmm. and um, she, I believe, they went to the playoffs. How many times when you worked there? Once. Once was it the 2003? Yes. Oh no! No, it was the 2007, 2007. the Brad May series. Okay. Oh. Yeah. When he sucker punched Kim Johnson and the entire crowd wanted Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah. You shut up. Seriously, don't remind him because he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> you can't remind me of a thing I didn't know about previously. <laughs> Literally impossible to remind me of that. Okay. I um, went I went to a couple of those games and the the last one was sort of the famous game where Kim Johnson got sucker punched and missed the rest of the series by Brad May and it was it was it was the most bloodthirsty crowd I've ever been a part of. They May was off the ice. They kicked him out of the game. The entire crowd was chanting Derek Bugar's name, just willing him to come off the bench and dive into the Anaheim bench and lay waste to everyone, possibly by taking a skate off and stabbing people to death. A la <laughs> Happy Gilmore. It was, it was. I was surprised there weren't riots in the streets afterwards. But that was the last time the Wild were in the playoffs, and this year isn't going any better. They, for those of you who didn't watch, and that means Brandon, they lost in overtime in hey game yo. one. <laughs> it was I, any overtime loss is painful, but especially in a series like this where the Wild don't have a very good chance anyway. Clarence, you're agreeing there. What's your what's your percentage chance down to? The other day I was at two percent chance, and you were at fifteen. Where are you at now? Which I, I feel 
good about it. I kind of feel redeemed somewhat, don't shouldn't I, John? Well, that they moral played victory? it. That, is that right, they're, they're down one nothing. Even those. What I mean is, no. Zucker uh, the post in yeah. overtime. You were right about crazy. Zucker. It went off the goalie's toe, basically, in overtime. Oh, they no, were close Clarence. to winning that game. Clarence. Uh, no, 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 no. Time out. I'm not talking about moral victories. I'm saying. It sounds exactly I gave, like a moral victory. That's moral not victory. at all what I'm saying. I'm moral saying victory. they nearly won, and I gave them a chance, and John gave them zero. They did win, them two. but they That's different about from it. Zero. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying they, they came close to winning, and I said they did have a chance. They didn't win, but they should f- take something positive out of it. God damn it, Broxy. So there's. <laughs> victory in a way, you know. Let's just move on. No. Um, what do you want to know, John? You you look at game two. I don't know if they have a better chance. Obviously, Heatley's still not playing. Pominville's out. Backstrom's probably out. I, I mean, Josh Harding played great on Tuesday, but how many games can he do that? He's got to be rusty at this point. He went almost the entire season without playing. Yeah, and it didn't help that they played an overtime game. Now they got three days rest. That, that probably helps. Um, Baxter's not going to play. Uh, Pominville's very unlikely. As you know, I don't think Heatley makes much of a difference. Yeah, that's um, true. I think I've said it maybe 500 times. About and I that. felt a, li- a little redeemed, too, as well as Zucker's played in the last two games, especially against Chicago. Um, it's one of the best players on the ice. Yeah. Um, and like I said, he hit the crossbar and nearly won the game. Is he um, the young guy? He is the young guy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and my whole point was... Um, I think he makes the team better uh, than when they had Heatley. And I can't wait until they get rid of Heatley in the offseason and they just replace him with Zucker and move on. That is going to happen. But the Pominville uh, loss is really what hurts them. Doesn't allow them to match up line for line as well as they might have a a chance to. They're not going to match up line for line with the Blackhawks anyway. No, they're not. But my point is that they have a better chance. They match up better. They have a better chance of sneaking one from them. Is that what you're trying to Absolutely say? Absolutely, with Pominville. That was the whole point why they got Pominville. It just sucks. It's just Minnesota sports. Fuck, they got the guy, gave up too much to get him, and then he was around for just, you know, like a, you know, a, you blink your eyes and he's gone, and now he's not even in the playoffs anymore. It's just frustrating. Um, he gives them three solid lines, and that's what you need to beat the Blackhawks is three solid lines, and, and without him, they don't have that as much as they did. So uh, I think their chances are, now that they lost game one, We'll find out in game two if they bounce back. Man, that'll be hard. Um, I don't see it, but I don't either. I never it's, saw it's it. Playoff hockey, you just never know what's coming. If they win game two, holy shit! Fuck, the XL is going to be going ape shit. I can't wait. That would be awesome. But uh, are you going to the game on Sunday, Clarence? No, I haven't gone to a wild game, and uh, I don't quite. Yeah, I haven't gone to a wild. I used to have season tickets years ago, probably ten years ago, but I haven't gone in a long time. Why haven't you gone? Because you don't work there. Uh, we moved down to Cannon Falls. We used to live in Lakeville. And when we lived in Lakeville... Uh, oh, Lakeville is a hop, tickets. skip, and a jump. Well, it's off of the interstate. It's actually not... It was like half an hour. But from Cannon Falls, it's a little bit more. So. And then we had kids and disposable income. Uh, with, with kids. Yep. Smell you later. That, that's you don't sick. have uh, $900 sitting around? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. no in your wallet? Your... Nope, that all goes to the government cheese. That's exactly right. So here's a, here's a question for you, though. Does, does this playoff run, does it change anything about the perception of you know, the NHL in Minnesota? Does it change Absolutely. anyone's perception of the Wild, of all of a sudden being more competitive? And I think it absolutely does. You saw the ratings for just game one were double what they were in, during the regular season. 
Um, Highest rated wild telecast of all time, game one. Are you serious? Yep. On Fox Sports North. Okay. Well, yeah, that's... And you know how important that is, Holly. They're the leading story on the news. Yeah. They're in the sports sports, uh, uh, part of the newscast. Just getting their name out there. They're talking about it on sports radio rather than talking about... uh, the fucking Timberwolves, uh, you know, second string center or some goofy shit. <laughs> How do we see Roxley right now? You have to yeah. put him back up. I didn't see him. I've got double snake <laughs> dugs rolling right now. Like you guys We're have to, trouble. you have to go check out the video. We just did a video, a, a commercial. The vine of this film, podcast is fantastic. Yeah. So. <laughs> We'll go back no, the, uh, Nobody filmed it. Oh well. This town is playoff starved, and the wild is satiating that uh, that need uh, to some extent. Um, so, did you say I the wild it, is or the wild are? I do not go with the EP style on it's that. A singular. It's fucking. Yep. It's a singular. It's a singular. I got you your singular <laughs> right here in my pants. Fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going with. You have a singular. Uh, the wild. He's talking shaft and not balls there. Oh, just I got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That yeah. makes yeah. slightly more the sense. The C and not the B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was where you draw the I line in terms of but not the Brady. <laughs> 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 That's right. Uh, yeah, nobody in this, uh, yeah, we nobody on this podcast better better say the wild is. Otherwise, You just did, but it was an accident. So I just wanted to make sure that you hadn't turned on me. It Wait, you guys disagree? Is the wild plural for you? It's always the wild are. I am on Team Swamp Town here, for sure. Okay. This Thank is a you. bunch and of I bullshit. Our, our friend Michael Rand, I give him every time. He says it, I give him shit about it. it That's Star Tribune style. style. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I don't it's give it's two fucks if it's the Star <laughs> Tribune style. Well, he works for the yeah. Star Tribune. Go ahead, Ollie. No, it's... Wild well, uh, Tough Titty. <laughs> I just love all the... The filth. The filth. Like I haven't heard some of these. I haven't heard some of these curse words since like seventh grade, which is what I love. <laughs> Tough titty. I haven't That's heard since seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> seventh grade. That actually brings up a question I want. There. I wanted to ask Holly. Somebody the other day, I think it was Parker, said our podcast is like locker room talk, and I was wondering if girls' locker rooms are the same as boys' locker rooms in that regard. Um, if Skinamax is any indication, there's a lot more kissing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if they're a reliable source it's, on the map. I mean, kissing, <laughs> caressing, main, mm-hmm. just lots of go on, yeah. groping, things that end in ing. Just let your imagine go wild right now. Oh, it, it, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. And I'll be back in twenty minutes. <laughs> wow. 20 minutes, that's confidence right there. Yeah. Well, I have to walk down the street. I have a <laughs> wife and a son in a small apartment. So, oh, the Del Taco down, down the street is... <laughs> yeah, there's a great bathroom. Okay of that, or is it a jack 17 of these minutes will just be in transit. Oh, do, do you have a Whataburger down there? The oh, yeah. The burgers? Haven't had one yet. Should I try it? Nah, they're really not that good. That's like saying Whataburger. Whataburger. Because <laughs> it's just a big W on the interstate, and... Anyway, we were yeah. talking about locker room lesbians. I don't know what. Anyway, yeah. I, yeah. Well, there was, I, a, there was an extra question there, but I then just, you derailed us. I so. totally derailed it. So. Hey, let's talk burgers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so do they talk like that in locker rooms? That's. I think do they talk? We uh, are they filthy talking? And are we? Are we? Are we throwing pillow? I don't. What's the question? No, the question is. Boys' locker rooms are filthy places full of swearing and awful talk. Are girls' locker rooms that way, or is it supportive in some way? 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. In, in, in a girl's locker room, how much discussion of girth is there? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what you guys don't understand is that like, when you guys aren't in the room... We just we talk about dicks all the time. That's really all we talk about. You know, like we talk yeah. about uh, sometimes the game that we just played in. Um, sometimes, uh, like groceries, but mostly dicks. Groceries? Mostly just dicks all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm here. I'm, yeah, that I'm, is exactly what I would have. Guessed. I think that's, that's what you guys probably imagined, and it's. I'm here to tell you. I did imagine a lot of grocery. Time. I did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Cubs well, got a really good sale on pork chops. Yeah, basically, <laughs> they had a three for five on. Oh my god, cantaloupes! Whoa, expensive. Three for five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> for all those of you who need three cantaloupes, <laughs> making the world's largest fruit salad. Yeah, I just but it, it's like the that's what's actually frustrating about the the like the Don Cherry talk is that like the the arguments keep coming back to uh, that. If it, if the shoe was on the other foot, like men shouldn't be allowed in women's locker rooms, like women wouldn't fucking care because they're not like talking about they're not nervous about someone coming in and they're just like we don't flop our boobs around when some male reporter comes in because like that's funny like I don't know I just don't understand that argument. Do male reporters go in women's locker rooms? I well, don't know the answer to that. I don't. I, I don't know to be honest. I don't think it's. I mean, there's male gynecologists, correct? <laughs> True. So I mean, that's much less true. of a, a that's a little more, a more intrusive, uh, you know, situation than a male journalist <laughs> well, asking a okay. female. We'll, we'll check with Rand on the next podcast, but yeah. I think hold on. No, the the Star Tribune guy for the links, the, the guy that covers them, Augustovitz, right? Roman? Yes. Yeah. Does he go? I think the question we're asking is: Does he go in the locker room, or does he wait for them to change, or what does he? I do? think Roman's asexual, so I don't think it counts. I think he's just kind of <laughs> he's like an amorphous uh, type of thing. I think they, they blindfold him. I yeah. think that's the rule. Holly's point is: You wouldn't care if he was in there or not. I we don't know if he's in there, and you wouldn't care. Huh. I wouldn't, but I don't think. I just think it's a. It's a. I mean, you have people that are making the argument like. No reporter should be in anyone's locker rooms after the game, and like that's a great argument. But when it's 11 p.m. deadline for a story to get put, you know, like put out for the next day, like I don't think that people have the option. And so I don't know. I mean, in like the women's equivalent, uh, what are we talking about? WNBA? Um, I don't know what besides that women's sport we're actually talking about because the NWSL. There's that, no, but I'm pretty sure there's no reporters at that. So like the there they isn't don't. like an an uh, equivalent on the other side, but yeah, I just I don't know. I don't understand that argument. But so what is Don? I, I Don Cherry is a goddamn idiot. I think. <laughs> no, but, I mean, there's just there's, there's no yeah. skating the issue. He's just a dummy. 
He's the Sid Hartman of Canada. He has no idea what he's talking about. He yeah. doesn't have any new arguments to this, right? No, so no, he's been saying the same dumb goddamn thing for 20 years now, and he's just a sexist idiot. Well, I don't think we've said what he said. He said... We should start with what he said. He said that women shouldn't be allowed in the locker room, right? That's what. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we should mention that at least so people know. Yeah. yeah okay. That listening. What? Okay. Yeah. So he said that, and yes. of course, I think we all are on the same page. As that it, yeah, there's no reason a woman reporter can't be there doing her job. She's not going to just start going around grabbing dicks. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's she's going to be doing her job. It's you can't grab a dick and do your job at the same time. I mean, you could try. But it would be impossible. Well, that's actually just a different line of work. That's yeah, that is true. So, yeah. but yeah, it's just it's it's insane. It's insulting and dumb. And I, I, I literally can't believe we're still talking about this in mm-hmm. 2013. But I mean, he's also a thousand fucking years old. Talk. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But yeah, it's just it's yeah. I I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. That that still anybody would still think that, but clearly they do. So. Is it just the same old, like, scared old man, life is changing, and it's passing me by, and I'm pretty freaked much, out yeah. about it? And I'd yeah, but Don Jerry's been doing that since 1982. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all it comes down to, right? There's no logic to any of it. It's the same argument as, I think, every old man about whether it's gay marriage or fucking the internet is ruining our country or whatever, right? It's all, like, it's new, and it's different to me. It's not the way I grew up, and what I thought was right when I was younger, and it's different, so I hate it. And it's a weird thing because That's Don, I mean, I and Don Cherry also, let's not, he's also an outlier. I mean, he's he dresses like if Liberace decided to stop being subtle. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's just, he, 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 he's like a walking Christmas display. And, I mean, so, I mean but he's also like the most popular guy in I don't uh, think he's that well, popular, to okay. be honest with you. Well, like I said, he's, 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 he's a regional phenomenon. Yeah. He's like Sid Hartman. He's a regional yeah. phenomenon. That has outlived his whatever his Worth. glory days were. They'll pass you by, glory days. There we go. Bon Jovi <laughs> sang the Hello. song, glory days. <laughs> Richie Sambora. Feathers is pubes. Is that Journey? Is that Journey? Oh, God, I love Journey. So, anyway, my I'm whole so sorry, thought on Dana. that thing is that Don Cherry's an idiot. Women can obviously do their job in a men's locker room because. They're professionals and just. Well, I'm glad you argued that because there's a lot of discussion going on in this podcast. <laughs> about. Yeah, anyway. I, yeah. I wish someone would argue me different right now. So, well, you know, Cl- Clarence we'll Jack there. He's, yeah. he's usually a good contrarian, but I think he's, he's probably older. with you on this one. So. I don't I can't It's such a dumb argument. I mean, there's. Yeah. I, I do I do think, you know, the opposite thing, like, you know, men going into a women's locker room, that might be a different thing, but. I think men can be professional and women athletes, female athletes can be professional, and it's not. It's it, it's a different thing. I mean, but I don't see why it would be an issue if the female athletes are okay with it and the men can do their jobs. Then Holly signed off on it. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's I, your job. It's not you know a sex romp. It's well, Holly, Holly, this is the way I see it. The guys, if the women's, if the woman's in the locker room, the guys are not going to like cover up. What they're just gonna, they're athletes, and I've, I've known enough of them to know that they are like the seventh grade boy that you're mm-hmm. talking about. That's about where they they play a yeah. kid's game for a living. They are adult children basically, so they're just gonna walk around naked. What the hell do they care? Mike Nude. Redmond, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but I think women. In the locker room would be a little bit more discreet with a man 
in the lot. I hope so. Yeah, I think I we just so. we probably have different no. <laughs> different humor. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That that part I don't I d- is just the argument of like what would a how would a woman react to a ma- male being in the locker room? Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know that we actually are like ever. We're like if you had a camera in there, we're actually not doing what maybe people. It's there's no snapping of the towel. There's yes, no, you like, are. <laughs> oh, no, we yes, actually you are. it's in, we're just we pull. There's actually a vault of pillows and of lingerie, <laughs> and then we just Thank no. You. It's like people are just Talk about more about the pillows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I just think that the, <laughs> that's why exactly. men can't go in the women's locker. That's exactly, exactly. You're right. Yeah. yeah, we would find. I, mean, I can argue against this, guys. If you want me to, turn the heat up. The, the rooster will dance. You know, we can make this. <laughs> turn <laughs> on the Jovi. Yeah, I'm, I can't do it. Well, they no, blew up the chicken man in Philly last night, Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh yeah, Super Tramp. That's a Super Tramp, right? <laughs> so good. God, that's some good shit. Dana, that wasn't um, me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, there so is sorry. really um, nothing more embarrassing to the human race than uh, a dude's locker room. I've, I've been in many, many, and uh, there is so much, like, dudes humping other dudes, mm-hmm. helicopters, shoving things yeah. up people's asses, pissing yep. on each other, pissing mm-hmm. on faces. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, none of this is, this is just regular, regular no, shit. That just happens that's, all that's the time. stuff like, that happens that you don't even get mad lifetime? at. Before work? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 You don't even get mad about it. Like, a dude will just piss on your leg while you're showering. And be like, ah, hey, like oh, you got me. Hey, Jim. Yeah. You got me, good dude. Good one, you fucker. Pretty yeah. Good. yeah. Pretty good. That's all right. I'll get you next time. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. stick my thumb up your ass in a few <laughs> minutes, and we'll all be even. Yep. High five. Yeah. Well, this got so weird. Anyway, I think it was. <laughs> Okay, uh, Somehow so, that was too far. Yeah, soccer okay. after the rest of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We can do should soccer. we talk soccer? Sure. Holly played it. it. Yeah. Get the bios, Stu. The bio. Oh, crap. I as the, the, as the person who wrote Holly's the hunt bio. down. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. I should have probably. God, I should have printed that out. Uh, let's see. Well, Holly uh, was a uh, top high school slash amateur in Burnville, <laughs> and uh, played Burnsville. Burn. Whatever. It's got an S. All state in like thirteen All different state sports. All like thirteen different sports. Um, and then went to Notre Dame, played college for Notre Dame soccer, and also played for the U.S. women's team. Um, and she has Mia Hamm's email. Is that all correct? Probably. She's going to tell us now. Yeah. Awesome. Which she's going to read so, out on the podcast. Are you, yes. Yeah. Are you writing. So this yeah, down? she is a legendary female soccer player, and uh, I believe is in the Burnsville Sports Hall of Fame next to Lindsey Vaughn. But she has never made out with Tiger Woods. Just uh, Chichi Rodriguez, I think. So, <laughs> and only second base. <laughs> Did he do the club swing at the yeah. end when he got done? Exactly. Dude, that's way too far. Yeah. Except he didn't but have the club. Come on. <laughs> She's right oh, here. Yeah. She can see you, dude. We just we just French. That was all. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> just over the shirt. Nothing weird. So. <laughs> just French dissolve. <laughs> yep. So, so, yes, that is Holly's uh, background. So she does know a thing or two or a thing or two about the soccer, which is more than I know. So Whereas yeah, John yeah, me too. is yeah. the uh, Star Tribune soccer blogger. So, um, you know, 
hug him on the street if you see him because that's just, you know. Because that is an unpaid, miserable, yeah. no. And anytime you put the word the in front of soccer, it actually just, like, takes it down five notches. You called it the soccer. He's the one. We're going to start calling it like, the yeah, football in a It's while. like the email of the marketing. Like people, it's like the Jane Manthai. So, yeah. Um, is there anything about soccer related that we can tie into that? Well, uh, what is your attention level? I mean, what do you? what's your involvement with soccer these days? Obviously, you're a American hero <laughs> when it yep. comes to soccer. Mm-hmm. But Obviously. She is wearing an American banda- flag bandana right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, we lost Clarence. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Bye, Clarence. That's too bad because usually when we lose Clarence, it comes with like twelve <laughs> minutes of swearing up until it. We're just laughing. We're talking time. about lady soccer, and he logs out. So yeah, it's he's dead. He didn't even say goodbye. That was like yeah. pers- so so personal. Yeah, well, that just hurts. Ugh. Um, my soccer right now consists of I've got a bag, a gym bag in my trunk of my car that has mm-hmm. some cleats and some athletic tape and some <laughs> shin guards that are maybe fifteen years old that are emergency. Um, if soccer breaks out, you're ready. Yep. If soccer if breaks Nash out, basically shows up ready. In a car and wants yeah. to play soccer. Um, but I, d- I don't play a ton. I played when I was here in the cities, but uh, I don't play a ton out in uh, on the East Coast. So I'm. Um, Do I'm you just, watch soccer? Um, I watch. I don't watch. I don't watch um, EPL. I don't watch MLS. Um, I'll watch a women's game if it's on and. It, I'm looking for something sporty to watch, but I don't. It's like I'm at the point now where I don't know any of the people anymore, so it makes me feel old. <laughs> so it's really selfish. Um, no, but I. I mean, as much as anybody else, I love watching World Cup because watching um, other countries get excited about soccer in ways that the U.S. doesn't is exciting. Because um, it's sort of something that we we haven't quite been able to replicate. I. I have caught a couple of the West Coast MLS games when you're watch- watching Portland or Seattle, and that's pretty much as close as it gets in the U.S. to yeah. what it should be like. Portland is absolutely nuts. Yeah, we mentioned last yeah. week. We mentioned last week they sold seven thousand season tickets for their women's team. Yeah, last week they had a Make a Wish Foundation kid whose wish. Oh, is that the same team? Yeah, really that cool. was that was Portland. I don't know if anybody listening, you saw this, you need to go look this up, because they had 3,000 fans show up for this Make-A-Wish. You know, they had a kid's team, a nine-year-old team, and about five guys from the Timbers showed up and played against them, and it was just the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and they have such a unique market, I think, in the Northwest, and and I don't know if if it's specific to Portland, if that's sort of where it was born, because Portland is, I think, it's, like, University of Portland was a big rival of Notre Dame. Uh, just in women's soccer, and mm-hmm. we would play out there, and um, and they had this like they had the drum section in college, which no other like probably men's or women's collegiate team had that. Yeah. And I think it was because their sport that they rallied around was soccer, because they didn't have a football team, and so that at like the absence of the sport that normal <laughs> like most normal Americans, <laughs> that normal people, watch. normal mm-hmm. Americans like soccer. rally around is football, the other football. And uh, and for some reason, like Portland just really embraced soccer, m- men's and women's equally, and uh, and I think that's why the Portland Timbers w- were so successful is that they just had this built-in audience that was super passionate and understood the game at a higher level than probably most people do. Um, but it's yeah, and it's something that I don't think other teams have um, been able to replicate because um, I think every MLS team, but even like at the Wild, we would look at. 
what sort of audience do you want? You, like, what would you ideally love for the Excel Energy Center to look like? You would love for it to look like a Portland Timbers. You would love yeah. to have these fans who are, like, rabid about sports and they're wearing the colors and they've got the cheers and they've got the horns and the bells and the whistles and the fucking vuvuzelas or whatever. Nobody should bring a vuvuzela to a hockey Don't game. Bring a vuvuzela. Clarence will beat you to If you bring death. a vuvuzela to a hockey game... You the echo in would just be awful. Yeah. I mean, they're open-air stadiums where the Vuvuzela is still annoying, but if you have it in a closed situation, oh, God. Just to oh jump, God. Back, jump back to hockey for a second for something I forgot. Anybody's listening to this, if you're going to any of the wild playoff games, if you bring a giant, let's say, bedsheet-sized banner that says Secord sucks, we will give you everything in the podcast sponsorship. Which budget is a dollar right now, which is the dollar that sits on the microwave here. But <laughs> if we get any more, that will we also have, we go have to drank you. almost I'll, all of the beer. I'll too, donate a six-pack. I want to see beer. that happen. Yeah, we'll have a six-pack of beer. The and Flying Dog Brewery will donate a six-pack, <laughs> and we'll give you a dollar bill, American. This so. definitely needs to happen, American. Because Seacord sucks is a thing that we all grew up with, even those of us who weren't giant hockey fans, but we still appreciated the gesture because well, Alex Seacord to that. sucked. That's really the first step in making a Minnesota Wild game like a Portland Timbers game mm-hmm. is a giant T-Cord Sox banner. And then Dino Cicerelli coming out pantsless. Yes. But dropping the puck with no yeah. pants on. Yep. That would oh, be I'm just looking be. for my newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> I can't tell you how great that would be. That would be so, <laughs> so weird. That would be the best commercial for the Wild. Yep. Really, that just, has yeah, ever been made. Just get, if they could tie themselves to the old North Stars with, without, you know, the weird perversion angle there, it probably would be a better thing because North Stars is so much better than Wild, it's not even funny. It really is. It's just the, the jerseys are better, except for the uh, the, the script Minnesota. Like, are those yeah. like the, the third jerseys? The Rose Rams jerseys? Yeah, those are fantastic. And I, I'm just talking the about... the Rose Rams jersey? It looks exactly like the Rose jersey. It's, it's At least aesthetics. It's just, yeah, that's the, it's a dumb name, and the, the regular jerseys are dumb, but the script Minnesota, those are fantastic. And just change the name back to North Stars. What is Norm Green still alive? I hope not. Okay, yeah. Wait, did well, I fuck hear him something? Then. Just take North Stars back. That the North Stars are changing... Or, sorry, that the Dallas Stars are changing their name? I hope so. Did I just make that up? I, I think so. Not I think you just up. made it up. Uh, Let's Brandon, look at our Dallas, Dallas correspondent, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, Dallas. Yes, wake up. Dude. Should I uh, just yell out the window or something? I mean, I know <laughs> that in Dallas, but that doesn't mean that I You will get shot. <laughs> so I mean, don't we, do that. We assume your presence in, in Dallas is basically for journalism purposes. So oh, what okay. are you hearing from your sources in Dallas? Um, I'm hearing that that's not widely known, oh. but okay. may not necessarily be wrong, because I'm also hearing that I'm not paying a whole lot of attention to Stars News down here. Yeah. Um, well, I think you should be. I might have seen it on Twitter, so it most, oh, cer- true. most certainly right. is actually a fact. Yeah, if it's it on Twitter, it's for yeah, sure. It has it's to on be. Twitter. Yeah. I think Twitter, the company, checks all of our tweets beforehand and only s- pushes through the things that are correct. Yeah, they have the fastest copy desk in the world. Yeah, At one second, them. you're waiting for your tweet to post. They're checking it and fact-checking it and yeah. correcting all your spelling errors. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the North Stars change their, 
like logo uniforms like the year or two before they left. Like yep. they didn't have that old school light green N, right? Did That's they try true. to get like kind of funky for a year? Well, everybody's the, the current Stars jerseys just say Stars across the top. That was basically what they were wearing before. That was they left. it, right? Instead of it says now it says Dallas above them. It used to say North right there. And we are all as a state just trying to pretend that didn't happen and holding on to the the thing before, right? We're hold on knowledge. to the night. No, it's hold on for one more day. Hold on to the man. Oh, Springsteen. <laughs> so good. I think that was Richard boss. No, it was Springsteen. Okay. Oh, Springsteen. That, was, that, was, right. yeah. that was the boss, man. Come uh, on. Hold on for one more day is also Springsteen. Oh, yes. You know, you can change. Think you go your way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a collaboration oh. with the Judds. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. For one more day. No, no. God, the boss. God, he's so Cheers good. to you, buddy. Cheers I'm, I'm to you, boss. This is the most beer-soaked uh, podcast of the... Uh, I miss the boss. I can't God. believe he died. God. Sorry about that. It's really sad. And that uh, drummer guy, Max Hedrum, he's so good. He is really good. Especially <laughs> oh, yeah. when you, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, his <laughs> band. <laughs> but when he yeah, drinks the Coke and he does the weird, like, <laughs> shaky thing with oh, his head. Oh, so good. Such <laughs> a Max Hedrum thing. <laughs> yep. Literally spending a whole podcast trolling Dana Wessel. <laughs> it's literally a definition of a niche broadcast or a niche broadcast. I can't understand why we don't have more listeners, guys. So. It just doesn't make any sense. Do we have Do we have anything to say about the National Women's Soccer League that just started? I mean, you're our women's soccer expert. <sighs> we go to you for all our women's our soccer news. I know, and and actually, the worst part about it is that I got invited to go to. Um, not one, but two, the opening weekend, but then also the second game of the team that's probably about 20 miles from me. It's the Washington Spirit, which was previously the Washington Freedom. Um, of which Terrible I, names. Yeah, the yeah, those are not good names for a team. You know, oh boy. I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of teams... Those are focus group names. A lot of team names are taken. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of other leagues Sports. that have team names. So and you're saying that uh, you really wanted Redskins? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Indians? You wanted yeah. to notch up the racism. Yeah. Just and really get yeah. it up there. So you gotta have, you sort of have to get really creative or really uncreative with whatever that name's going to be. Um, yeah, and actually I went out I went out to one of their practices just to, um, and I went out just as a fine dog representative to talk to them about uh, what they were doing. The importance of drinking beer. <laughs> post How it can be. Yeah. Protein. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, there's a lot of important carbs. and yep. um, Liquid bread. You know. Uh, the healthy I su- carbs. I support that. And um, there's a couple, I, I know two two girls. One went to Notre Dame and was younger than me. Well, they're all obviously younger than me. And then, then another one Stop I it. played with some time ago. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see because it's, I mean, and obviously I'm a, a fan of women's sports, but uh, finding a model that works that people are willing to pay for a ticket and people are outside of Portland where they're willing to pay for any soccer. Yeah, it's 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 really hard. I mean, in sports in general, it can be hard to market a team. Like I worked for the Wild for six years. I worked for the Blackhawks when they were the worst they've ever been, and it's really hard to manufacture interest when your team's not good. It's another thing to manufacture interest when no one knows what you are or who you are or what you're doing and you don't have the Abby Wambach or some like marquee player to sell your team. So they've, I think, got a, a battle, but there's there's clearly, you know, it's not something that I had when I was 8, 9, 10, 15, 16. I was 
looking up to I had posters of David Robinson, <laughs> you know, like Sports gen- Illustrated for kids wow. posters. The general, yeah. Um, and so it's, uh, I mean, it's exciting, but I don't know how m- much revenue opportunity they have. Um, and so this is the third iteration uh, of the league, and it'll be interesting to see if they at least can manage themselves better that it doesn't fold after the. <laughs> Is that idiot that ran the Magic Jack Jack team in Florida involved this time? The Magic Jack? Yeah, there was a team called the Magic Jack FC or something like that. The hell? Was it a teletype? Yeah, it was the... (laughs) I don't know. I don't... The telegram's going off. Hold on, the sport of telegram's going off every now. Yeah, I had not... I had just heard that story uh, when I was out visiting this team, and they had told me that someone bought it, and it was the Magic Jack something. And I don't know if he's still around. That was a good story. Sorry. Let's continue. Oh, that's good. No, the, uh, the Magic Jack guy, he's uh, he, clearly a scam artist, and I think we know that that's a thing. But yep. Yeah, I, I mean, a different infomercial maybe would have been better yes, for that. Yes, and just don't call anything a Magic Jack because yeah. it just sounds just wrong. So. so let me ask you this. When you're coming up, obviously, in the 90s, there wasn't a women's professional league to aspire to. I mean, when you were a when you were a kid, there probably wasn't even really a women's national team to aspire to. Mm-hmm. So, when you're playing soccer as a kid in Burnsville, what are you aspiring to as an athlete? What are you imagining yourself as? Mm. Um, uh, well, I, I, stripper. To, yeah, a stripper, or just, just I want to keep in shape. I wanted to just be a boy, <laughs> <laughs> and so my parents groomed me literally to be a boy. I had a really awesome mullet. And um, oh, there pretty we go, much everyone in Burnsville yeah, had a mullet. That's, that was uh, that was. A How did you uh, groom this mullet? Was it like a it was like feathered a in the back, or yeah, yeah it, was, it was long in the back. It was feathered in the front. Uh, it was pretty traditional. It was a it was a basic mullet. Yeah, it was a basic mullet. Um, some of the 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 meaner kids in elementary school called it a jofa, <laughs> which is oh. a type of hockey helmet. Oh, um, yeah. Wayne Gretzky yeah. loved it. Yep. yep. Uh, so they, uh, I didn't know what Jofa meant, and then, uh, and then someone told me it was not a, uh, comp- it was not a compliment. And you cried yourself to sleep for two weeks. Yep. yep. And then I said, Mom, I'm growing, I'm growing my hair out, and yep. she was like, No, you're not. It's too hard to comb. Oh. There may have been a place Kids in the world the at that point when a Jofa mullet haircut would have been a compliment. Yeah. Maybe you just grew up in the wrong area. I, like I if you grew so. up in Sweden. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Yeah. yeah. Like, Pittsburgh. Oh my Canada. God. It would have been big in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But she grew up in Sweden. She like burned out a church or something. Yeah. That's I would have been huge in Sweden. That's true. Huge in Sweden. Um, no, there was nothing. Even when I was in college, it was yeah. like you uh, you play. And that's, I mean, there's also something to be said for that. You play just for the joy of playing, um, and then you move on. For the love of the game. Yeah, you play for the love of the game, and then you're like, okay, I'll go get a job, Mm -hmm. and then I'll drink beer, and then I'll leave shin guards in my trunk just in case someone in the park asks me to play. And uh, that's... Keep keep wishing. Yeah. So kids, kids, if you're listening... This is what you ignore the glory hole thing from the <laughs> yeah. first kids are listening. So so if you've sorry. this far, yeah. Here's where Call you should the authorities. Be listening. Tell your parents you about what parents. you're hearing. Yeah. Call social services. So you have shin guards in your trunk. Do you leave your national team jersey in the trunk too? Just in no, case? my sister actually. My sister has it because she and her husband are into jerseys. Like they have a bunch of like. Where they wear them, Derek? No, they have them in like frames <laughs> okay. and they collect okay. them, and it's mostly because. 
they both went to school in Wisconsin and they like the Packers and so they've uh, got yeah. oh, oh no sorry 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 away from the microphone good job yep, yep. Um, and so I have my national team jersey my sister has it um Frame? Uh, I don't think she has a frame. She has like a. I uh, would frame the shit out of that jersey. Would you? I would. That sounded way dirtier than I think yeah. you managed to. I probably did, but yeah. I would frame it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I want to frame it. Oh, my oh, God. Glass. Frame it. Glass. When my friends do something cool, I think it should be framed. Yeah. Like uh-huh. if you had a really nice poop, Brandon, I think it would be framed. So Okay. Cool. Thank <laughs> I you. I have friends that take pictures of those and send them around to each other. Your friends Stop are it. weird. Awful. It's just Terrible a pride thing. We're back to the that's locker room thing. Again, yeah, 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 it's back to the, you, you just peed on my leg, and that's yep. fine. You're the worst. <laughs> dudes, hate are, dudes. dudes are just, yeah, to, yes, yeah. We're not good people. We're I not. hate us. Yeah. Is there any other sports crap we got to talk about, speaking of poop? Um, Twins did okay. We can talk about lacrosse. Uh, Khan is officially oh. fired, and he like, gave exit interviews to every station in town. Yeah, today. I was surprised he isn't here, actually. I, I was, I was going to say, I, I'm surprised I set all this up early because I thought we were going to have a Khan interview, but he didn't show up. See, yeah, I, met, I met Holly at the Bulldog before we got here, and I thought Khan would be there, too. Just saying, hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, thanks or for Stu, inviting the rest or of us. Or Stu. Uh, <coughs> whoops. Not Steve. Hey. Um, it's okay. Should I bleep that out no, like I did Chapman's name the other oh, week? Well, it's fine. <laughs> um, but he, I had no idea what... Small town's real name yeah. was? Yeah, someone mentioned his name, and I was like, who the fuck Governor is Governor Dayton? No. My God! Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> have a shelf mouth. I, I, sent, I sent Stu a text message, and I was like, who's this guy, like, horning in on the uh, on the podcast tonight? <laughs> like, who the fuck is this guy? Actually, that was my text exactly. That was. Who and he goes, fuck is he goes, That's real Clarence. first name? And I go, I had no idea that was his name. And now you do. Now I do. Classic. Yes. Yeah. Classic job. Holly. He's mm-hmm. doing Classic a great Holly. job. But um, where was I again? Uh, I can't remember. I think you were going to make You're talking about how you went oh, out to beers Kahn. and didn't invite anybody else and mm-hmm. it was great for you? What a fucking knob this guy is. I mean, absolutely unbelievable. He has to have heard over and over and over, dude, you sound like an absolute prick every single sentence that comes out of your mouth. Please stop it. Please get less of a pretentious jerk. Like attitude, right? And it doesn't change ever. No. Is there is, is anybody possibly that self unaware, or do you think he's just surrounded by yes men and nobody ever tells him like, dude, you gotta fucking? Does he not have access to the internet? <laughs> no, I actually don't think he does. And um... do you think guys like that though, like he has to honestly like in your darkest, most bored moments, you have to Google yourself like fucking crazy, right? That also probably sounded dirtier. Than I, I Google myself all the time, and it's just it's it's weird. But I um, mean, you actually probably should Google yourself. I really a lot, should, just so you understand what's was, going on. I forgot about the bomber. There's a bomber too. Oh yeah. We're still talking about beer. Anyway, uh, co- but okay. we should back up and talk about beer for a second because we've been sort of sampling beer throughout yes. this podcast, and okay. um, the coffee bender is delicious. The imperial stout that Clarence was drinking also delicious. It's it's Cujo. I'm enjoying it's not coffee bender. Sorry. That's all right. Sorry. I got to just throw that one out there. Uh, the doggy style classic pale ale, also very good. Yeah, Clarence wanted us to talk about that. Which but does So, in these instances when where he just falls off. That is weird that he. he does fell, he just. If we were a better podcast, we'd be working to get him back <laughs> right now. <laughs> we instead, we're just ignoring him. And he just went he to can bed. work his own internet. <laughs> he's shuffling. <laughs> he probably is with he's, a chainsaw. He's, he's clearly right? snow with a chainsaw and an axe right now. And, you know, he's probably lost a limb by now. And those things happen. Um, I David had a doggy Cod. style earlier, and it's amazing. Um, there you go. The doggy style? 
Yeah. Which, oh, here's a funny story. Before the David Kahn, is that um, my parents, Dick and Jane, their actual names. Shout out. Yep. Woo-hoo. Mom and Dad, classic Dick and Jane. They, um, uh, so obviously, Fine Dog has some somewhat provocative names to their beers. And um, whether it's Raging Bitch or it's Doggy Style or it's Pearl Necklace, um, there's, there's a couple. And Doggy Style in particular, my parents had never had. And the last time they were out to visit me... I well, guess, they never told you about it. Wait for it. Wait for it. And the demo picture? Let's yeah. just have a second for that. Is that I... Uh, so every time I come back to Minnesota, um, I have this weight, this uh, hand weight measure shake caliper. Weight. No, it's not shake weight. Shake weight. <laughs> Which would be awesome. Um, it's like this digital like uh, scale that you basically... Oh, you tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture. And, and Holly Man. Some, at Holly Manthai. Someone asked me if that was a pregnancy test. <laughs> I don't pregnancy even know what that means. 48.5. I was like, what does 48.5 mean? You're anyway, 48.5% pregnant. Like, that's what I thought. So I, you have like Duggars. There's <laughs> 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 like six of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that means pretty pregnant, I think. Yeah, super pregnant, yes. Um, Over so 50. You want the prize. I usually pack really light in the clothes and shoes and uh, accessory department, and I just bring beer home and it's like beer my dad loves beer so i bring a bunch of beer home and so it was i don't know maybe a year ago i brought home doggy style or i sent it home with them and my mom I, this is i wish i there's could there's no make way this to up. see this you guys i wish i could make this up but it's actually like it's a it's it's so like it's i i can't make it up my mom goes uh i was talking to her on the phone and she's oh that was beers that you brought home she goes you ele- your father and I, we tried that doggy style. It was so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> because it was that doggy style, and it was so delicious. And you can't make that up because... Oh, Snoop Dogg. You know, it what should be a rap. What did you do? I, I was like... I just politely laughed? Yeah, or? I just go... What was so delicious about it? But yep. I don't know. I don't actually want to know the answer to that question. And the beer was good too. Yeah. yeah. Well, as oh. I mounted your mother from behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. I God. hope uh, they're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry. No, it, can we make sure that we mark this one explicit? Because my dad won't download it if it's explicit. Yeah. I may insert something that says this podcast should not be listened to by anyone. <laughs> yep. Except especially, for Dana Russell. Just especially in the five five three three seven area code. Yeah, we'll just save it and we'll drop it to him directly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going down, 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 down. That's Rick Springfield, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Love that guy. Um, Holly, another quick um, tangent before we get back to David Kahn. Yes. Um, so now that I'm living here in Dallas, um, I miss my friends. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, one of my best friends and I are both beer snobs. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to, to do was start some sort of program where I ship him beer and then he ships me beer from yeah. his. Because he just moved to Grand Rapids, Michigan, which, as you know, is yeah. like a hotbed for yes, fucking great beer, yep. right? Yeah. A lot of good beer. Um, so do you have any tips for both me and our listener, whoever is listening anymore, um, on how to ship beer to each other? Because I think I that's a fucking great thing to do I that do. people don't know that you can actually sort of illegally do, right? Yeah. Uh, the best way to do it is um, you go, well, it's uh, it's not legal, um, but you do the um, USPS does their uh, one uh, 
it's like a single rate or a standard rate box that uh-huh. is it's probably I don't know I want to say it's less than 20 bucks um, and it, you can probably fit well okay so here's what you need to do you need to get bubble wrap yep you need to individually <laughs> bubble wrap your beers whether they're six whether they're uh, 12 ounce beers or they're bombers whatever they are you single wrap them and I would say in one of these boxes you can probably get probably eight um, that's enough. Perfect. Yeah. And so, but what's great is that you can just keep doing them back and forth and back and forth. And I do this every time I come back to Minnesota, I wrap a bunch of beer up. And then every time I leave Minnesota, I wrap up. And so I've been bringing back and forth the same bubble wrap for the last year and a half. Um, but it's the USPS. They'll ask you if you have liquids. You say just no. say, you just nod. <laughs> you just don't make any verbal cues. You just nod. And um, that box is the way to go, I would say. Cause I was going to say, if I get asked about it, I will um, say I'm shipping beer mugs for a wedding gift. Yeah. Fragile. They'll, I mean, they'll ask you the standard question. They'll just say, does this include any liquid, blah, 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 and just shake your head. Just don't say no. Just shake your head. No. I don't think that's admissible in court. What if um, it was like that uh, Seinfeld episode where I was shipping barbecue sauce? Can I say barbecue sauce? Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, Maybe I don't. Maybe I should just do the nod thing, though. Huh? Here's the, but here's what sort of, here's a goofy story for you is that my sister lives in San Francisco, and there's a really great brewery that's um, in Northern California called Russian River, and they make great the beer. Old that's, Rasputin, right? What is that? Old Rasputin, those guys? Or I don't that, know if they that, do. No, that's somewhere else. That's um, Pliny the Elder. They do Pliny the Elder. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm smart. See. And so my sister for my birthday. See Brandon. See Dad. I know beer names. I told you someday I'd be on a podcast naming beers from other states. So my sister sent me a bunch of this beer, and and I don't know if it's just because of where it was leaving from or where in my particular post office area it was coming from, but someone had opened it, had taken two beers out of it. Stop it. Yes. And so when the beer got to me, and she shipped it to the brewery, and... Uh, someone brought it into my office and they go, it didn't make it. And because you could hear like you could hear broken glass in it as you Ugh. shook it. And so I opened it up and I was like, is my sister a moron? Like, <laughs> why would she just like there were bears, there were basically just beers in plastic bags. Someone had taken out all of the plastic or all of the um, peanuts and the packaging and everything. And they had taken two of the beers, but they had left the other like six. And wow. So, yeah, so the fact that I got even six of them was pretty remarkable. But, um, yeah, it's bubble wrap, and it's a USPS pack-and-ship box that's, like, a flat rate. Because then it's not based on the weight, because, as you know, beer is heavy. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. And then you just trade them back and forth and back and forth. And if you can find someone in every important market, I would mm-hmm. say do it. Because... There should be an exchange it is. of some kind. There is. is. There actually is a really big community online that does that. Yeah, yeah. and it becomes like... Yeah, even if you don't know anybody, you go online, you have to like sort of uh, show that you can be like a part of the community and you ship correctly and you ship the right things on time, whatever. It's sort of like an eBay thing, you know, yeah. where you like show that you're trustworthy. But yeah, people do it. Yeah, it's, it, it's sort of like you enter this next, um, <laughs> this next level of beardom... Beer dorkdom a little bit because you have people who collect beer and then and they sell our beer and they're really 
um, ten times more knowledgeable about beer than I am. But I actually brought beer home to trade <laughs> beer. So I'm, I'm, I'm one. You're of close. Them. I'm You're one of them. Really but of actually, but beer. the guy that I'm trading beer with knows way more about beer than I do. I'm sure. And there you go. Yeah. Brad. Okay, that's our tip of the week. Start shipping beer to people. Yeah. Go awesome. do it before they cancel Saturday. U.S. Postal Service delivery. <laughs> well, those fuckers <laughs> keep stealing beers. I know. Fuck that. No Screw wonder. No wonder. Clarence is back. Welcome back, Clarence. Hey, Clarence. Hey, Clarence. What's up, fuckers? No, Clarence. Clarence is not there, I guess. Oh, he's just... Clarence? He's Clarence? just sitting there? Clarence. Are you mad at us? Hello? <laughs> Once again, know. our production values on this podcast are he, he 100%. He seems to be frozen. He's frozen. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, there he is. Oh, hey. here he is. Oh, Clarence? he just got there. Clarence? Yeah. Clarence? He's just looking at his computer. Are you there? I think you're on, you're on mute, buddy. Clarence. I love when people point to the arrow of the mute. Clarence. He clearly can't see us. I just like now it's like voyeuristic and it's weird. We're just Neither watching. Neither is watching him do things. What is he doing there right now? This oh. is gonna play great on the recording. Yeah, this is this is I podcast gold right here. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Can hey. you hear us? Clarence. Hey. Clarence. Yes, sir. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I can't hear you. Ah, uh, shoot. Well, we, it was a good time while it lasted. It was a yeah. good run. I'm so I'm so glad I'm part of this show. <laughs> this is still our technically best show ever. It took us I'm, an hour and twenty minutes. For I believe it. Wrong. I believe it. I'm pretty drunk. Clearly. <laughs> but still cute. <laughs> but still, still cute. cute. Oh, shut who up. The, who was the guy who's... Savage Ravine. Yeah. At he... Savage Ravine, who I know in real life is... Uh, we're talking about you now, buddy, so... Yeah. Here's to you. Oh, we are almost at the hour and a half mark. Do we want to wrap is... it up here? You can probably Pretend wrap it up. the last up, five minutes. Was there, was there anything we... Uh, David Kahn gave exit interviews to everybody in town today. It was weird. Good for him. He's mm-hmm. weird. It's He's Tw- weird. Twins took one out of two in Detroit, or one out of three in Detroit. One out of three, uh, Nobody particularly cares. Yeah. Um, our guy Glenn Perkins is our the guy best Glenn guy Perkins ever. is really good. Uh, Anybody else? We need? We've mentioned Dana like 15 times. Uh, love Dana. Sure. Love Parker. Oh, hey, yeah, Parker. We didn't talk about Parker. We should so talk about Parker. You know that's yeah, I've, not, I've not met Parker. So. You need to meet Parker. I know. Good I guy. Know. Good guy. Good guy. Solid citizen. Yeah, um, we should add Parker. We really should have just had everybody on this podcast. We should, yeah, let's, mics. let's um the next time all of uh you know the greater Minneapolis area is convening Sharks back. Maybe, maybe I'll, I can coordinate with the uh, the Sharkman clan, and we'll just we'll all get around. This We're gonna need more cans. <laughs> we are gonna need more cans. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a can, you guys. I, can, I can lip read pretty well. You can actually just hear it though. These guys, so that yeah, helps too. That's, if we oh, do that, yeah, though, I'm going to have to learn how to work the mixer, and that's just not going to work. Oh, no good. Well, well, is that it? Uh, that's how we usually end up. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! That's Clarence. Whoa. Right for the, yeah, right for the very end. That's awesome. Fucking sorry about that. It's okay, dude. We talked for 45 straight minutes about glory holes. Yeah. Oh. It was yeah. unbelievable. Also, like our favorite yeah. locations, yeah. Yep. Uh, best practices, best practices. Yes. Um, 
I did some visuals. Mm-hmm. Some oh. visuals, a lot of visual aids, uh, stories of our favorite glory holes, some of the worst experiences we've had with glory holes. We, we've all had a lot. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've all been to similar glory holes. It was so funny the way that, yeah, we didn't know that till. yeah. <laughs> it's like we just all of a sudden was like, we asked you for your feedback and you weren't there. <laughs> We just kind of assumed you went to your was, favorite glory hole. And that's like, so weird. <laughs> that's, that would have been my Somewhere in St. Paul. Paul. That's yeah. where all the, the sirens from Fort Snelling were coming from. I missed it. God damn it. Well, I don't know what that means. I'm just going to hang it up now. I missed my, I missed my uh, shot. Well, that's okay. Well, yeah. the, the, this is the awkward part is that when we tell you that you've, you actually, you've been replaced. <laughs> Yeah. Moonlight Graham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know when you know we need guest speakers and stuff. Yep. Sure. Yeah. You can maybe. be a guest I instead mean, of a regular participant yeah. from now on. Kind of you a know, long list, but uh, clearly there's okay. lots of snow to plow and like yeah. trees to cut down. If no, a no, bunch I'm of good, other people guys. cancel, we have your yeah. contact info. Can I? Maybe I could just sit, be like still beyond, but not say anything. Uh, no, no, we'll let you know. We'll call you. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, I don't we'll think so. Like, what Holly, if I brought... Holly's full time now, bro? Yeah, Holly's going to be on the podcast every day. Yeah, this now. is on the internet. I can call in. God, she could what if... Couldn't she? Yeah, we have... Well, that, 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 that could actually should, work. We should try having it. everybody who's ever headphones. been on the podcast. How do you think Clarence and I are doing Google Hangout? That would be chaos and all. You just realized how this works. the shittiest episode of Around the Horn which is tough we'd to do because every episode video of Around the Horn is shitty. We'll just broadcast it live and no one will watch. And it'll yeah, be the race to the Everybody start yelling about a word. I, sorry, I lost my At the, so at the one hour 30 minute mark, <laughs> Stu's humor is just... Yeah, I can't. My references has just gone straight to hell. I'm sorry, guys. I could have well, been so much Well, it sounds like better. I missed a lot. I'm yeah, sorry, oh yeah, guys. you missed nothing. We're sorry about that. God. Let's press stop soon. All right, let's wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for listening. Nobody got this far, but if you're still going, <laughs> God bless you for making it all the way to the end of this podcast. We're not going to edit out any of the part where we're talking about Clarence. We're just we're just going to let it go. We're at Once the again, ninety minute we mark. Are very drunk, all yep. of us. <laughs> yep. We, except for the two of us who are driving. This I think has been my favorite <laughs> podcast. To be we're honest, all, we're totally this good. has been a good one. Everyone's Five driving dollars. home. We we talked Man, about you son of a bitch. Hey, Five dollars. You look at me. We talked <laughs> about how to circumvent the U.S. postal you're system. Better than me. Wait, where do you live? Is it close? Oh, what yeah, a disaster! Baby. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, everyone. Uh, we're on the web, thesportive.com at sportive podcast. You know everybody's Twitter handles if you're listening. Uh, we'll see you later. This Fuck all of us. Sing us out, Stu. Yeah. Sing, Sing us out, Stu, with a little Jovi. Little Jovi. Yeah. Sing us a song at the piano, man! <laughs> Bruce Springsteen sang this song! <laughs> Fuck you. Oh
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you Acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.